Well, good evening. Just as we uh, get started tonight and take some time to just celebrate uh, service together and celebrate Thanksgiving together, our hope tonight is just that we would have the opportunity to spend this evening in Thanksgiving, actually focusing on the things of Christ and what God's doing even in the midst of, of everything that's, that's, that's taking place. And so our hope is that tonight is actually a time for encouragement, a time for uh, enjoyment with one another, um, but also as you're at home, as you're out and about, that this would be something that sustains us in this season uh, for a time where we can worship together, um, whether we're in person or whether we're online, and begin to focus on this season of Thanksgiving. And so part of that call that God gives us is actually in Psalm 52, in Psalm 52, verses 8 and 9. And this is what it says in Psalm 52, verses 8 and 9. Says this. It says, But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast love of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because you've done it. I will wait for your name, for it is good in the presence of the godly. Or as some translations say, in the presence of the assembly. And so part of that is, is that we share together, that we declare together thanksgiving together, thanksgiving towards God, regardless of our towards God, regardless of our circumstances. And so tonight, that's what we're looking to do together as a Redemption Hill family. Whether, um, just whether it's via online, whether it's in person, that we would be able to, to worship together through Thanksgiving. And so tonight, we're going to be stepping off into Psalm 138. And you'll have an opportunity a little bit later, and I'll give you this, this number. We're going to try it tonight. It may not work, and if it doesn't work, we'll just push it to the side and we'll, we'll read it another day. But tonight, later on in the service, um, if you have your cell phones, you can actually text us just a statement of thanksgiving. And that, that number that you would text to is just simply this. It's 707-596-6015. So 707-596-6015. 596-6015. And if you want to share a statement of thanksgiving with us, you can text us that number and if we, everything works, hopefully as we plan, which we know in this season that we're trying some new things and it doesn't always work as we have planned, um, we'll be able to share it at that time. But we'll also be sharing together in statements of thanksgiving that have already been shared, and then we'll be hearing from a few as well. So let's take a look together at Psalm 138 tonight. And we're going to use Psalm 138 as the guidepost for us as we move forward in our time of thanksgiving together. And this is what it says, looking at the first three verses of Psalm 138. It says this. It says, I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods I sing your praise. I bow down towards your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. On the day I called you, you answered, my strength of soul, you increased. The truth is, is Christ is faithful, He is sufficient, and we can trust in His strength for all circumstances and all situations. 
And so what can we give thanks for tonight? We can give thanks for the strength that God provides us in all circumstances. And so we're going to sing together and we're going to worship together right now, focusing on God's strength and thanking Him for His strength, regardless of the circumstances we may face. So let's go ahead and worship together tonight.
1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says this. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. would wait as we constantly roam, but Father so tender is calling us home. He welcomes the weakest, the vilest, the poor. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more.
that we are looking at is Psalm 138. In 138, verses 4 through 6, as we looked at the verses 1 through 3, verses 4 through 6 says this, All the kings of the earth shall you thanks, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. And so we serve a God who is personal, a God who is relational, and we serve a God who is sovereign. And so we think about the the officials of our own land, truthfully. Most of us have never met the President of the United States. Most of us have never met a former President of the United States. And most of us have never met the, the incoming President of the United States. Very few of us have met our governor or our our state senators or even our local officials. And usually when that happens, it's because we've sought them out, not the other way around. But we have a God who seeks us out, the sovereign ruler of the world, the sovereign creator of the world, and he has sought us out. 
and he desires to have a relationship with us. And we can praise God because of that. So let's go ahead and thank God tonight, just in song, together, praising him for the fact that he is sovereign and personal, that we can have a relationship with the sovereign ruler and creator of the world. Failing love, you work everything for good. 
Thanksgiving, just a brief statement of Thanksgiving, whether you're at home or whether you're here, um, just text us um, at that 707-596-6014, excuse me, 6015, and, um, and we'll take that opportunity to, to read that just as a, as a body so that each person can hear that. This time, Marla Swafford is going to come up, and she's going to read from 1 Timothy 4, verses 4 through 5. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. Everything is made holy by the word of God and prayer. And that's why we can go before the Lord and thank him in the midst of whatever we're facing, and in the good and in the bad. And so that everything that we receive from him, we can thank him for. And even the th trials that we face, we can thank him knowing that he is working out plans, working out things in our own lives that we may not even see. And so even as we think about this Thursday coming up of Thanksgiving in a, in a time of COVID, in a time of uh, coronavirus, which is different, we can be thankful for what God continues to do. And our hearts need to be postured towards that place of seeing that God is still sovereign. He's still sitting on his throne and he's still working. And so may that be our hope tonight and our prayer tonight and our confidence tonight that we can be thankful because even though it may be uncomfortable or even though we may not like the circumstances, God is still at work. I've asked John Hansen to come up and just share for a moment a little bit about uh, how he's thankful in this season. And so... Um, John's going to come up right now and just take a minute and share with you just a brief statement of thanksgiving uh, to us as a body. Good evening. I just want to start with a scripture from 1 Chronicles. David singeth song of thanks after the ark is returned to Jerusalem. He says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of his wondrous works. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice and let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. And I think that that's my great thanks, is that our God is good. 
I'm thankful that he's so good to us, and he's gentle and kind and patient. He keeps forgiving me over and over and over again when I sin. Um, and I'm thankful that he's good and he's just. I think in our world, we see a lot of wickedness that seems to go undealt with. And it's nice to know that ultimately, it will be dealt with. <laughs> ultimately, there will be justice. Um, just a bunch of, this has been a hard year, I think, for all of us in a lot of ways. But for our family, in a lot of ways, it's been a really good year, too. Um, for us, um, I pastored a church for nine years, and we closed down when COVID happened. Um, and, and looking back, it was just the mercy of God. It was the perfect timing. And, you know, there were certain things happening, some people moving away, and then COVID hit, and things with my business made it difficult. And it was just... It was just, it, it just was the right time, and I am so grateful for that, and also grateful for you. You guys welcomed us in, and we kind of just transitioned without missing a beat. <laughs> I mean, it was so great, you know, and, you know, special thanks to the Eddie family who kind of helped, helped us, you know, make that real s smooth for us, and, and all of you who have been kind to us, and, you know, we are worried for our kids, you know, with friends and all that, and our kids are making friends, and so we're grateful for that. Um, uh, this week, the Lord just dropped a little blessing in my lap. I, I got asked to do a funeral for a baby, a baby that lived for three weeks, and uh, Caleb and Wendy came and helped me with music, and Chloe did the slides and did the greeting at the door. And I got to share the gospel with 50 people, and I'm thinking that most of them were not Christians. And I was like, you know, like, like it was just, it was just an off, awesome privilege. It just got dropped in my lap. Um, uh, a few other just wonderful things. Um, my wife found this family devotional, like, that we've been taking our kids through, and it's called How to Have a Quiet Time. And so Carol and I got to teach our kids how to have their own personal devotional time with the Lord. And it, it was really good, and we just finished it this week. Um, we have a Valor Classical Christian Academy. It's a homeschool co-op, and it meets at our house. And the Lord has just blessed that. And we have a, just a beautiful group of parents and kids, and everybody's getting along. The kids are learning, and they're growing in their walk with Christ. So I'm thankful for that. Um, and I just want to close with a song I've been listening to. I've been torturing my kids with the last couple of days. Uh, i listening to my favorite Spanish worship leader named Marcos Witt. And he sings a song called Adorador. Now you're familiar with the word in English, adore. So an adorador is a person who adores or a worshiper. And he says in the song, you made me with a purpose. In your plan was that I worship you. I'm grateful and I want to sing to you. I'm grateful and I want to worship you. I want to be a worshiper. I want to be a worshiper. To contemplate the beauty of your holiness. To worship you in spirit and in truth. I want to be, Lord, a worshiper. There's a lot, of, a lot of hats we wear in this life, but 
I think that's probably the most important hat we wear, is that we are worshipers of the Lord. John for sharing that. Um, what we're going to do right now is Kelly's going to come up and we're going to just share with you some of the thanksgiving that has come in from people. And if you have an opportunity to, um, to read the bulletin, to um, let me actually come to the microphone. If you have an opportunity to read the bulletin and, um, and look at that online, um, we'd encourage you to, to go to that. But um, one of the things we want to do is just read some of the thanksgiving that has been brought forth um, from our own body here at Redemption. And so Kelly's going to start us. Yeah, this one is uh, from Wilma Yep. It says, Thanksgiving is a special holiday that is all about gratitude. After all, it is giving thanks. This beautiful quote comes to mind. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all men who live on her, on her lands. May we all live every day conscious of all that has been given to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his, only, uh, his one and only Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternally grateful for my salvation. Thankful that in him all men are given access to the gift of salvation that enables us to actively and willingly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ by word and spirit. This is from Julian Kenyans. It says, we're thankful that God is great and good. He's great enough to use earthly events for the purposes of his kingdom. He's good enough to love his people and be their rock in all circumstances. Amen. Uh, and this from John and Carolyn Hansen. Double billing there, John. We are thankful that our children are learning to have a personal quiet time with the Lord. We are thankful that we are able to keep our business going through COVID-19. We are thankful that Amy Connie Barrett was added to the Supreme Court. And we are thankful that we are grateful for God transitioning us to Redemption Hill Church. This is from Greg Stone. He says, I'm thankful that God is ultimately in control of everything. We can cast our cares upon him. I'm also thankful that none of my family and friends have come down with COVID as far as I know. This is an answer to prayer. And from Jordan and Sarah Mee, we're ever thankful for God's provision of our jobs and home, for strong, healthy relationships within our family, for evidence of faith in our children's lives, and for our church family. And from Caleb Cunningham, I'm especially thankful for each of my children right now. As they each grow, a senior, junior, and sophomore in high school, they bless my soul. And I love to go through life with them as we each share our struggles and joys together as God's kids. And Abby Eddy, I am thankful for the reminder during this COVID season that the ministry of the church is not limited to the walls of the building, but it happens everywhere his people are. God is faithfully moving, and I am thankful to be a part of his body, watching him at work in me and in the lives of those around me. This is from the Eddie children, and I'll list these together. Um, this is from Bryce. I'm thankful for entertainment, clothes, and my favorite, utensils. <laughs> um, this is from Cannon. 
I'm thankful that COVID hasn't gotten too out of hand and that I get to go back to school soon. From Levi, I thank God that he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. I also want to say thank you to God for shelter. I'm also thankful for happiness. And then from May, thank you, God, for signs and french fries. <laughs> Isn't it good to hear how we can be thankful for God, to God? Doesn't it just slow us down and posture and change our posture? A posture that really is one of, in this environment and world, being who God has called us to be in spite of our own circumstances. And to be grateful for what God has already done and continue to do. Just at this moment, I... We're going to take just a moment and just see some of the texts that came in, and I'll read those to you as well. This is from um, the Durham's, and I'm not sure if it's Brandy or Cliff who sent this. Where are you guys? Brandy, right? Okay. All right. So from Brandy Durham, I'm thankful for my new husband and the daughter we now get to raise together as a family. Lila is thankful for her new pet turtle, Mabel. And this is from Robin Williams. I'm thankful for Jesus keeping me through this year and meeting all my needs, and for his faithfulness. Isn't it good to hear the good? Right? We're inundated with so much, right? And I got to admit, even tonight when things crashed, I went, oh, of course, tonight, right? But the enemy can't stop God's goodness from being declared. And God's given that task to his church to declare his goodness and his glory. I know for me, I've just been really thankful for Elisa, um, for my kids, for Ashley and Trent and Tyler. Um, I've been thankful for life in this season. Um, and the blessing that in the midst of this, that God didn't promise us ease, and he didn't promise us comfort, and he didn't promise us security in the things of this world. He promised us himself, and he is to be our peace, and he is to be our comfort, and he is to be our security. I was reading recently about Charles Spurgeon during the cholera outbreak in, in England in the 1850s, and Spurgeon talked about how in the midst of this, the church began to grow. That most of the city was in a quarantine and in a lockdown, but in their part of the city, it wasn't. And instead of remaining in their safe place in this non-quarantined part of the city, they began going into these parts of the city that were quarantined to minister to the sick and minister to the needy. And what he said was he said that it was a season of people coming to Jesus because they were desperate. They were desperate. 
And I think in many instances, we need to keep that in mind, that God is still working. God knew this day was coming, and his church has always thrived under difficulty. And so that's the the hope that we get to proclaim, is that Jesus is our source of hope, even if things are going well and even when things are going poorly. And we can continue to thank him knowing that he is still at work. And that's what Paul talks about in Philippians when he says, keeping our eyes on those things which are lovely and true and noble and good. And so that, may that be our focus tonight. May our hope be in the things of Christ, not in the things of the world. So as we move forward into Psalm 138 and the last part of it, we look at verses 7 through 8 together. And this is what it says. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. We can be thankful because God does fulfill his purpose. We can be thankful because he fulfills his purpose in you and I. None of COVID has thwarted his purpose or his plan for you. None of it. And Christ has always remained our deliverer. And he said to declare these things in the assembly. Why? Because the declaring of this thankfulness is to be an encouragement to the body of Christ. It is to sustain us. To be reminded that he is still at work, and he's still good, and he's still great, and he still remains on the throne. And so we can thank him because he remains on the throne, and his greatness continues to remain. So may that be our prayer as we we sing these last few songs together. May our, our prayer simply be one of thankfulness to God. And may we carry that heart and attitude with us this week, one of thankfulness rather than grumbling, one of joy rather than disdain, and one of hope rather than despair. So let's go ahead and continue to sing together. of the cross I cannot comprehend the agonies of Calvary you the perfect holy one crushed your son who drank the bitter cup reserved for me your blood has washed away my sin, Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied, Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, now seated at your table, Jesus, thank you.
perfect sacrifice I've been brought near your enemy made your friend pouring out the riches of your glorious grace your mercy and your kindness know no end your blood away my sin Jesus thank you Father's wrath completely satisfied Jesus thank you once your enemy now seated at your table Jesus thank has washed away my sin Jesus thank you the Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, now seated at your table, Jesus, thank you. Lover of my soul, I Sing with joy now, our God is for us. 
The Father's love is a strong and mighty fortress. Raise your voice now. No love is greater. Who can stand against us if our God is for us? Sing with joy now. Sing with joy now. Our God is for us. The Father's love is a strong and mighty fortress. Raise your voice now. No love is greater. Who can stand against us if our God is for us? Let's close with Colossians, uh, first chapter, verses 11 through 14. And it says, Being strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sons, or of sins. <laughs> All the sons will forgive the sins. What are you going to do? Um, we're going to be thankful, that's what you're going to do. All right, uh, this service is over. I, 
had such a great time being here with the, with the band and doors and seeing you all. And uh, you at home, we're thankful for every one of you. A uh, couple of people definitely come to mind. John Best, who I haven't seen since the beginning of this. Uh, Judith Norris. So many that we still look forward to being able to see. Uh, perhaps they're watching us right now. Uh, either way, they're in our hearts and minds. And, and all love of Christ. Okay? Amen. Stand against this if our God is for us. 